Hello everybody, welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Hakeem. Jacob. How's it going? Pretty good. How's it going, guys? Oh, you're asking them. And you. Yeah, this has been good. What you been up to? It's Wednesday, it's hump day. Happy hump day to you. Well, it's hump day if you work five days a week. I have to work six this week, so tomorrow at lunchtime is hump day! <laughs> well, sorry to hear that, bro. Yeah. I work I work Sunday. I work Monday through Sunday, so I don't want, I don't have a hump day. Yeah. It's eh, whatever. What are we talking about today? So we're gonna talk about two uh, albums, probably not on most people's radar, I don't think. No. Uh, Willow's album, self-titled, and then Toby Lou. I'm guessing is live on ice. Yep, live on ice. Uh, Toby Lou, I would say he wasn't on our radar, but he definitely is well known within the internet. Community, yeah. there are certain. I mean, my friend shout out to Jackson. He's the one who said, "Oh, you didn't know about Toby Lou?" I said, "No." So I saw this randomly on uh, on iTunes and figured it would be a good album. Well, just really, because really, the cover. we were talking about like what do we pair with Willow, and we said, "Why don't we pick like kind of a not an indie rapper, but somebody that's not talked weird. about as much." I think I think Jake was like, "If if if you see something that's kind of weird or sticks out, yeah. just let me know." And then I sent him. I was sad last night, and then he was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, we'll do this one. Well, he sends it, you sent it to me like two days ago, two or three days ago, Yeah. and then uh, I said, yeah, we'll do it, because I listened to it and liked it, and then like the next day, I'm scrolling on Twitter, and Chance the Rapper tweets, <laughs> Toby Lou is raw, so I send Hakeem a text like, oh, I see Chance the Rapper is your <laughs> music plug now, yeah. but it makes sense, because for those of you who don't know, which we'll get into Toby Lou a little bit more, but he's from Chicago, so that's yeah. a big, big shout from Chance. Definitely. But before we jump into Willow and Toby Lou, we're going to talk a lot about a little bit of news. Mm-hmm. What you got? Uh, so, basically, the only thing that I really had to discuss was, um, fuck. I'll start, maybe. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so, Young Thug announces the Super Slimy 2 collaborative. It's going to have Future. Gunna. Gunna. And... Little Baby. Little Baby. <laughs> Not Duh Baby. Yeah. Little Baby. Don't know how that's going to turn out, uh, but we do know that his solo album is supposedly coming out. I know how it's going to turn out. There's going to be 35 tracks on it, and two of them are going to be good, and then there's going to be some throwaways. Yeah. The rest of them will be throwaways. Pretty much like a lot of Young Thug's uh, collaborative projects or the Slime language uh, album that he put out with his label. Uh, I don't really think anybody in Young Thug's camp really has the ability to come out with just a full-fledged album that you can enjoy front to back. I think well, they are great singles artists. I just don't think they're good albums artists. Yeah, I, I don't think there's gonna like you said you're gonna have four or five tracks right. to pull. And that's Not be- Future and Thug. Future and Thug have both come out with projects that I've yeah. enjoyed. Um, Gun and Little Baby, not so much. And I don't. I yeah, just don't I'm, really see a lot of. I'm definitely here. definitely more excited for his solo album. <laughs> Which apparently there's been some title changes from Gold Mouth Dog to So Much Fun. J. Cole is expected to executive produce it. Complex is recording. So he's going to turn some knobs. I don't know. They they did tour together. And they did the London. Oh, I forgot J. Cole's. I always forget J. Cole's on the London. He's heavy in that trap right now. I I think he can just kind of go wherever he wants because he respects everybody. Yeah. I think he'll do well with Doug. We'll see. And, and that's just a report from Complex. That's not fact. Yeah. So I do have hope for Young Thug's next album. 
Lil Nas X says that maybe his internet activity goes a little too far sometimes. That's a, briefly, I just want to say that's what reminded me of my news was Jermaine Dupri called out Lil Nas X yeah. and said, You can't sit with us, apparently. What he screenshotted the Billboard <laughs> Hot 100 showing that Lil Nas X was sitting at, top, at the top. And Jermaine Dupri, if you guys don't know, was a he used to work with Jay Z in Rock Nation and, um, that's pretty much what he was best known for. Yeah. But recently, he was, was back in the limelight for calling, uh, just saying that all female rappers pretty much just rap about stripper shit. Yeah. He called them stripper rappers. Stripper that's rappers. That's the point of the phrase. Exactly. He's, he's just feeding for a little so he, clout. You're right. I think, it's, uh, I think it is a bit of clout chasing. Yeah. So Tyler and Rocky apparently got together recently since Rocky's been, been free. They put up a little video, I guess, in, of them in the studio. Chases ASAP Rocky around the studio. Yeah. Can we watch it? Yeah. How far, How long is it? I don't know. I did watch. Fifty-six seconds. Listen, I just wanted to let everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> so Tyler's literally just chasing listen, him around the, the room. Listen. No, listen. I'm I'm gonna catch you. I'm gonna... <laughs> How do you flip this? I think he's just happy to see his friend. It looks like. Do you know why Rocky's running? Because he heard that bump flex freestyle. I think you're right. He said, I think Tyler's trolling everybody now and just being super gay. Yeah. No, I'm gonna let everyone know something. Yo, chill out, bro. What? He's just having fun. Yeah, you can turn off. That's it. Well, shout out to uh, Tyler and ASAP. I mean, Tyler did say that he only had two rap friends, uh, Schoolboy and ASAP Rocky, when he interviewed with uh, Funk, so, Funk Flex. So yeah. I'm sure it means a lot that he's home. Yeah. Shout out to both. That means that he really looks at Kanye like a father. Did you finish the Zane Lowe Tyler interview? No, no, no. He I... praised Kanye and said, like, literally, I would not be where I am if it were not for that man. He said, exactly. I literally owe my whole career to that man. He he uh, he does always big up his influences. He did the same thing with Pharrell over yeah. the years. He's always bigged up Pharrell and Nerd and just said, like, how integral their music was to him and when he was growing up. And he even remixed... Uh, I mean, Kanye's been on the last two albums. Yeah, yeah, but he uh, Tyler remixed Pharrell, and Pharrell's been on a, on Wolf. He yeah, was he's on, on Wolf, Wolf. and um, I'm sure he was on either Cherry Bomb or Flower Boy. I can't remember, but so the great thing is Tyler bigs up his heroes and gets to work with them. Yeah, it's a great thing. So the six nine baby mama and smoke burn drama continues. <laughs> it's hilarity at this point. Yeah. So, can you can you get us up to speed? Do you know what's going on with it? Because I really just kind of tuned it out. I kind of did too. And now the only things that are popping up to me are the big ones. Like apparently, there was a picture of the her baby mama put up a picture of six nine like literally like <laughs> sucking on her toes. We watched that the other day. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. So it's just. Oh, they're just being wild. Yeah, it's very strange. No, it's very strange. I don't. I don't really. No offense to Smoke Perp. I'm just not. The really. The only reason why I look to Smoke Perp is for music. Yeah, Same well, thing with Lil yeah. Pump. I'm not. I don't really want to follow their social media. I follow it for you guys, but really, to me, I just want that shit out of my life as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my Twitter. Like, there's no like we're like. I don't follow like people. I. It's all just to keep up with celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, for the for the podcast, yeah. So 
Rock Nation and Benny the Butcher supposedly are assigned. I don't know if it's a record deal or it's a management management deal. deal. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to be managed by Jay Z, Jay Z's company, oh, yeah, which or somebody. That's that's great. Rock Nation. Um, it's a great. Yeah, that'll be good. Good for them. Post Malone announces an album in September. Uh, did a little. What's he gonna call on this Fallon. one? I don't, he hasn't said it. At least, uh, at least I haven't. Lamborghinis said it. and martinis. Probably. That'll be good. That's a good one, guys. The Bud Light can. He got a, a act. I mean, he's been sponsored by Bud Light a lot, but he's getting his own can, and it looks pretty crazy. It looks sick. And um, you already had the the figure. Of yeah, Post I've Malone. got the pop figure of so. Post Malone. I'm, I'm gonna try to collect more like pop figure rappers to put in the the podcast room. There's a biggie one. The problem is it's like six hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I'll, I'm tuned out on it. <laughs> Some uh, of those are really rare. Yeah, and then the last piece of news: Will Smith and Jay Z reporting reportedly team up for a TV series about the civil rights movement. First episode or series? I don't know how they hit first, it. First, it yeah. sounds like the first episode is going to be about Emmett Till. Yeah, uh, and the main point of the show is to point out or to in each episode, I guess, emphasize female civil rights leaders as well. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting. Emmett Till's story is incredibly powerful. That's a very uh, interesting choice for a first episode. You know, they're going for a heavy, uh, heavy emotional punch, I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm excited. I hope it'll be done tastefully and it'll be entertaining. As I'm well sure as with, with Jay Z. Because, you know, he helped with the meat documentary. There's a documentary coming out about Meek Mill. I think it's already out. Oh, Meek. I thought you said meat. Yeah. I was like, meat? No, 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 I was like, know. what? what is he uh, doing? That, that no. vegetarian thing? <laughs> uh, no, but I think he'll, I think it'll be good. And Will Smith, I've, I've talked about, I think on the last podcast, the episode series that he did on Netflix, The One Strange Rock. That yeah. was narrated very well. So I, th- I think it'll be I think it'll be good. Because yeah. they have a lot of content. <clears throat> Will Smith is going to be the next Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I think so. You know, uh, it's kind of shaping up yeah. for that. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm some... not trying to say he's going to replace Morgan Freeman. That's no, very he's just Morgan. getting like Morgan Freeman level roles yes. at this point. In his and career. he's becoming that like person that you see everywhere that's associated with positivity, with wisdom, with with just a lot of positive things. And and that's a great that's great that Will Smith is still so relevant. Yeah, and he's he got clowned for it when he was a rapper because everybody joked like, "Oh, so Will Smith comes with the clean raps," and that was the one thing I did like from that Logic song. Don't be afraid to be different. When he yeah. said when he starts rapping the Fresh Prince song, and he's like, "Nah, fuck all that," but they bleeped out "fuck" because he, he stays true to that. So you're right; he's always he's always really, something positive. Yeah, and 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 with that song, even though it's terrible. Um, I just like that that was genuine. Yeah, exactly. He's not afraid to be himself. That's what I was going to say. So he's not afraid to be himself. Logic was corny for using Will Smith. Will Smith wasn't corny for being himself. No, no. Will Smith was doing that when it was cool. Yeah. That's totally different. Yeah. He's the only person I want to hear. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Yeah, sure. That's it. Shepard Will Smith. What you know this week? Oh, so apparently bananas grow the way they do because they're reaching towards the sun. I did not know that. Okay. God bless them. That's, maybe that's why monkeys climb trees. So they could pick them from up top and not have to reach for them. Maybe they actually evolved to reach away from ground mammals. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of nature shit. <laughs> it's that was like almost... It almost sounded like it could have been a part of a nature doc. Yeah. <laughs> Something National so Geographic. Maybe so, may, hey, get this guy a ticket to Australia and let him talk about spiders. Hey, mate! No. <laughs> 
R.I.P. Steve Irwin. No disrespect yeah, to no, you. We love Steve Irwin. I have a Steve Irwin t-shirt. Fuck Stingrays for life. I didn't forget. Yeah. Um, what's eight in Arabic? Tamani. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what that. That. In se- is it sete or sete? Yep. Hey, I got two out of eight. <laughs> one and six right there. Yeah. yeah. I know. I remember one had some on it. But I don't remember. Khamsi. 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 We're at eight, boys. Well, uh, shout we out to... We all... know that Hakeem can pick up some Lebanese hookers because he knows numbers. Eight eight dollars. Are there Lebanese hookers? I, I like hope you not, get dude. killed. Hell no. We don't talk about them. Okay. <laughs> so Sigmund Freud had a morbid fear of ferns. Probably because his mom didn't water him. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was good. You guys... It's kind of weird. Yeah, that, that is weird. You That's know what? Fear. Do you know the people that are afraid of peaches? You know those people? There are some people that are afraid of just the fuzziness of peaches. Are you going to ostracize people that are afraid of peaches? You're afraid of balloons. We did not need to bring that up on the podcast. I guess peaches is probably a little more... Balloons? Rational. All right. So here's the, the rational thing behind balloons is... <laughs> It's the loud yeah. noise, but you know what? I've I've overcome it, and oh, yeah. I can tolerate them. Okay. I'm not gonna blow one up still, you know. But I'll be in a I room mean, with them. I, I'm 24. There's no need for me to blow a balloon up. Exactly, dude. I don't need balloons at my party, anyways. Yeah. I'm gonna be 25 soon. The only person 25 and up that still has balloons at their party is R. Kelly. I'm Fuck on one you, today. R. Kelly. I'm on one today. Fuck R. Kelly. Yeah. Fuck two dope boys. <laughs> All right. Shout out Tyler. Yeah. Let's talk about Willow. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So did you listen to any of her previous projects? I whipped my hair back and forth. That was just the last one? <laughs> no, I, I have not listened to a full project. I've heard her on features. And I mean, I, I listened to it, but I, I've listened like to one or two tracks and didn't add it. Right. And it wasn't that I don't like it, but at those times in... Like that. What? When did this stuff come out? Which one? So she had. So the first thing, the first. um, Nah, bro. In 2015, I was like backpacking it. But well, that was when I first heard about her. I mean, aside from with my hair back and forth, that came out before any of her albums. But she put out an album in 2015 called Ardipithecus, and um, what that was apparently is, uh, it's it was it was something had to do with evolution. And you could tell that from the cover art as well. But the thing about that was, it was a lot of pseudoscience. It was just a lot of, you know, fake deep, I like to call it. Kind of plagued that album. And then she kind of came back in 2017 with the first, which was a lot more like Baroque pop. Yeah, I remember you talked about that. I really enjoyed the first a lot. So I was kind of wondering what she was going to do next. Again, it was still kind of very short. And then we have Willow, her self-titled, and a lot of people were messaging me. I'm sure they were messaging you, too, just asking what our thoughts were about this one. Uh, a lot of people seem to be responding very positively I liked it a to lot. this album. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. so tell me why you liked it so much. Well, I mean, I, I've gotten more exposure as maybe some more rap fans have gotten exposure to Willow via Jaden. Because she's been on the last two projects. So that's what, what kind of put me on. And really, in like 2015, there wasn't a lot. You had to search for music, like rap music, that had a lot of like alternative sound. It was pretty much the same thing. Now we're starting to see this huge transition in music, whether it be 
the like South Florida trap sound or adding live instrumentals or or more live because for the most part in the last it's very been very DJ Khaled esque <laughs> like all electronic instruments very yeah, yeah. and just just electronic rap and ve- and very much about big names and stuff uh, the. F- I want to say I like the sound that Willow is going for on this project. The issue I have is with the lyrics on this, because there are they were very short and very short, very disjointed. It's, I think it's because of how long her vocals like spanned. Well, I think it's also maybe she's focusing more so on the mood the album is trying to set, but she's not really giving us substance behind why we should be feeling the way she wants us to feel. That's the thing about a lot of music, uh, particularly this sound that Willow is going for. If you guys haven't heard of, there's an artist named FKA Twigs. Yeah. She is somebody that I would say goes for this kind of sound where it's extremely ethereal. Uh, the vocals are really airy and light, and you almost sometimes can't even understand what she's saying. Yeah, and Willow was a lot like that. Exactly, but the thing about F- Twigs is she gives you this tortured love story. You read the lyrics, and you and you feel how heavy it is. Right. Really, what I think Willow's songs are, it's like you catch a a little catchy hook here and there, and something that sounds very deep, but doesn't really have a lot behind it. Right. And that that kind of is evident in the notes I took because I really never said a lot about the story that she was trying to convey. I think I have two. Yeah, two where I noted something about the the concept or pretty what she girls. Was, saying. was that one? Pretty of girls was yeah. one. Um, and Talk other? about pretty girls real quick because that one did did stand out to me. I wrote that what she was talking about was <clears throat> like wise for her age because most. Girls her age are focused on what everybody's doing on Instagram, what the women on Instagram look like. Mm-hmm. And she even said they want the girls with the hips, they want the girls in the movies, want the girls with the prettiest smile. Most women that age, that is like that, they're so focused on, I don't want to say self, because that's not what, I wouldn't say that all women that are Instagram models are selfish. Oh, uh, I'll do that for you. They're selfish. <laughs> That's why they care so much about their look. But what I'm saying is... No, no, but in order to do that job, let's be clear. I'm not saying that women who care about the way they look, who take care of themselves, is are self-absorbed. Yeah, that's not what I want I'm to saying compare. IG models are self-absorbed yeah. because they literally have to that make money. That was my chair, by the way, if, if listeners heard that. A little funny. I didn't just crack one out. Jay, I'd have laughed if I would have done it. <laughs> that's true. And you'd have smelt that through the mic. Thank you. So, but what I want to say is IG models are self-absorbed because that's part of their job. It's their brand. It's them, 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 them. They don't, there's not really room for anybody else. Yeah. Which is why you have some women nowadays who are starting to be like that. And then you have men who are starting to try and be self-absorbed as well. It's like everybody's starting to become too full of themselves. And, and like she's saying in this song in the beginning in particular, seemingly perfect life, movie, movie seemingly perfect a lot of this shit is not real yeah and the what i want to emphasize about that is for for us i think that starting a podcast and trying to grow a social media presence has been very eye-opening as to what the purpose of social media is there are two types of people on social media it's somebody who is either a consumer or producer of content Mm -hmm. and before youtube it's not really that hard to to make that distinguish, but in Instagram it is because 
you're also posting your own pictures, your own life, but you're doing it in this very doctored and fake way. Right. Where people's faces are literally not, they have no pores, they, they don't age, they look phenomenal. Yeah, you only age if you want to make yourself age. Exactly, and there's an app for that. Yeah, thanks, Facebook. That was, yeah, exactly. So I do, I, lo- I love this song a lot for what it was saying there. But that is one where I said, okay, I do like the lyrics. And I think that she is very intelligent. You like the message of the I like song, the message. but she's not saying a lot even still. No. You know? I, she's still not saying a lot. Well, she, you know, like I said, you don't really have to. No, I mean, when you make, when you have a voice like that, you can kind of get away with not saying much. And that's what's kind of crazy to me is... Did you feel like she was trying to make it one long song for a while? Yeah, I mean, they did all run together. And they seemed like that when they end, they immediately start. There's no gap time. Yeah, and I would say the theme of this album definitely is uh, exploring femininity, exploring fame... Um, I mean, if it was that way, I mean, she did it twice for Jaden. And I mean, really gave him EP length. Jaden was disrespectful with that feature. He, she deserved a way better feature. He should have sang on that. And he I definitely should Like, I didn't, I didn't really mind the, re- the, the verse. But I said it was, it was good. But I would have rather heard it was, him sing. After, it was buried in the bass, yeah. though. After hearing, what track was it with them on Iris? I'm going to pull it up. Um, after that, like, after hearing that... Yeah, I would have rather heard Jaden sing on this. I think it would have fit the mood of the album better. Summertime in Paris. Yeah. Right, I, I agree with you. I think <clears throat> they they should have went for something more like that. Uh, Willow could have maybe wanted that that feature. Maybe. I don't know, but I wasn't too big a fan of it. I was expecting a lot more. Uh, the end song to me stood out the most in that it was doing... It was doing the most different stuff, especially with her voice. She was experimenting differently. The beat was totally different. Just play the beginning of this one. One, two, three, four. So just very, it was immediately more vibrant. Yeah. You can pause them. It was immediately more vibrant, and that's what caught my attention compared to the rest of this album. Because even though it's only 24 minutes in length, uh, the album felt a, like it dragged a little bit. Yeah, because the, I, the sound was the same. Because I made, her vocals were the well, same. Well, I made the note as a rap fan, like I caught myself like waiting for the beat to drop, and I just, felt bad for thinking that. But and I I don't I didn't critique it that way. No, because. Rap is an exciting genre for the most part. Like the music is very, I want to say, in your face. The goal of that music, the goal of rap music usually is to have a good hook. There's going to be some punchlines, and and like you said, the beat is going to punch. It's going to land. Yeah, so I couldn't critique it for that, but it did feel like that. Like it was a long 23 minutes. And that that may be because this is not like my vibe of music. Like I I like this a lot. It scored Mm -hmm. very, it scored fairly high. Um, But this is something that I'll have to be in the mood to. To go back to, I, I want to say that I do listen to a lot of, a lot of music similar to what Willow was doing. Like I said, FKA Twigs is the one who's who comes to mind to me first. And shout out to my friend Nemo. He and I talk about FKA Twigs all the time. And again, what I will say is, she uh, Willow is lacking a bit in the lyrical department, which I think would help this album go by a bit faster. Yeah, because 
like I said, her vocals just like each word spanned a long period of time. I think and you really it had also to made like I said. I think it made it feel very samey too. I don't. I I get what you're saying. Like maybe the vocals people did enjoy the airiness and the 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 brevity of her vocals, but I just felt as if it was a, it, there wasn't enough going on. Like I said, either lyrically or even instrumentally, because there was there were hints of guitars in the yeah, beginning. There was a lot of guitar. And the guitar is from one of her label mates on Misfits, apparently, which I didn't know. But he he does. I'm I'm sorry, the name's escaping me right now. But her I, her boyfriend I know did a lot of writing with her on this. Okay. Tyler Cole. I didn't know she was dating somebody. And they were at one point. I don't know if they still are. When I was researching him, all the articles I found were about how they were supposedly dating. Well, shout out and to he had, he has some music videos. Um, no, what we were talking about the last track, I want to play a little bit more of that song yeah. because it reminded me of the, like this this the sound. Caribbean. I don't know why it reminded me of this song. I know you've heard oh, this Oh yeah, the cranberries linger. Yeah. This is a little bit faster. But when I heard that, I was like, that sounds so much like that. that I, I don't Which know makes, much about the Cranberries. I just said that sounds so much like that Cranberry song. Yeah. I couldn't remember what it was called. The only reason why I know that is because of... Uh, I'm ashamed to say this. Uh, is it from I, Adam Sandler's click? <laughs> that was a fist bump if you didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Linger by the Cranberries. God, that's a good movie. I love Henry Winkler. <laughs> um... No, I mean, highlights for this album. She has a beautiful voice. I think we knew that coming into this. So yeah, because I've obviously loved vocals features. was not going to be a critique. Like I would have been shocked to come in and say I hated the way her voice sounded. I, I didn't hate it. I wish she would have done more. She like do she more. did on the like she did on the last track. I thought that was a really great way to break up. And I think it breaks up the monotony for one, but for two, that is the longest song on the album. Yeah, so I think she knew she kind of had to do something different. And even that, with all due respect. The five minute mark is too long for that song. Yeah. It, towards the back half, I was not feeling it at all. The so, one thing that I kind of thought is why aren't rappers like clamoring to collaborate with her? Um, like, you don't think a J. Cole or a, a Kendrick could kill a feature with Willow? I just think there, with all due respect to her, there are, there are women in the industry who. I would say are more experienced who do a sound that she does, but just better and with and it just comes from age. I mean, yeah. think about her and SZA. They're yeah, exactly. also two artists that make a similar sound. With all due respect, this album does not hold a candle to SZA's, but no. we cannot compare the two career-wise. No. So that's why I think a lot of rappers don't collaborate with Willow. I also do think that in general, shout out to Kid Cudi for collaborating. With fuck yeah, and that's a good song. Yeah. And um. Rose Golden, yeah, from from Passion, Pain, and Demon Slang, that that was a great collaboration, it was. and she does, and her vocals on that are Common are, could do something because Common does a lot with a lot of I don't want to say unknown female up artists, and coming, but, yeah, up and coming, and a, really a abstract like stuff that I had never heard of. Willow will benefit a lot, I think, when she gets older, if she sticks with music, she'll I mean, have more to discuss, and. Uh, she'll con- she'll only continue to get better as a singer. I I do believe that. And yeah, I mean you, you don't lose like vocal talent. I mean obviously she, that's a talent she's gonna have for life. Not God forbid a 
tragedy. Yeah, yeah. No. But what I also want to say, with all due respect to Jaden, out of the two, the person with the musical acclimate is Willow. Yeah. Willow definitely definitely has a bit more to her as, as far an as artist. Yeah, as far as an artist and musical talent, I think she has it. Jaden just has a very good ear for music. Jaden, I, I think Jaden can be the best producer. He has a he very really Kanye wants to sit ear. and learn. He has, he can, he's very good at, yeah, you're right, just Kanye, Tyler, he's good at just picking very, very good production for his albums. Uh, but shout out to Willow. Willow. Um, and I noticed she dropped the Smith from her stage name, I guess. Maybe not. Oh, yeah, yeah, so... Maybe they just kind of want to make it on their own, I suppose. Yeah, and I mean, we've even though it's pretty it. well known yeah, that we've talked related. about it before, there's some people that oh, that's Will Smith's kid, or that's the Karate Kid, right? So the Karate Kid, that's what I said. Yeah. So I mean, I, I get it. Right. What uh, What were your favorite tracks off? I liked the opening track a lot, uh, like a bird. Yep. I thought that. I mean, when I that when I heard it, I was like, okay, I was like, I'm gonna like this. I wrote it was very ethereal. Like in my first like notes, I, I've got to the point now where I use the notes app in my phone while yeah. I drive, and I just use talk to text. And then I use. Hey, stay like, safe out here, though, bro. Yeah, that is that's safe. Stay safe. Just one button. All right. Yeah. All right. It's for the podcast. I feel you. Yeah. But I need you here, so don't die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, so I'll like make notes the first listen. So on my first listen, I said very ethereal, and that I was gonna like it a lot. And I did like the album a lot, but I liked Like a Bird. I liked Female Energy Part 2. I don't mean this. I know we already talked about Jermaine Debris mm-hmm. talking about stripper rappers. Um, but I liked... I said it was nice to see that or hear that message without any twerk wind. <laughs> like, talking about how important, like, the women's movement is right now. I I want to say that women have the right to express their movement however they want. That's fine. I just, but I I'm said, with you. For me, in my I opinion... I like to hear that. Well, it, well, here let's let's just go with the facts. Who are the top three female rappers we right now? We don't need to get into no, it. No, I think who are the, no, no. Who are the top three female rappers? Megan right Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, and Cardi B. And what do all three women do? They twerk. That's right. Twerk winds coming towards me, and send all the flack you want. Call us misogynist. Call us yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a fact, particularly in hip hop. The majority of bi- of mainstream women in hip hop twerk <laughs> their asses off. Thank you. And that's all I want to say. Okay. For me, uh, so you took you took what I could just we could have just slid right by that with no no no, no I, I want all the smoke. Okay. I want all the smoke. Okay. From the Beehive. Okay. No, the Beehive. I don't want any smoke from them. I also I, I forgot to mention this when you're talking about her lyrics, but I actually on that song when I was listening on the first th- listen through. I wrote that the lyrics were short and easily digestible, so maybe that was what she was going for. I think, like I said, she's trying to... Sometimes when music is very detailed, it can be alienating to the listener who can't relate with what's going on. The thing about pop music, and I think even Willow's music, is by keeping it brief, by keeping it very, uh, shall we say, just... Nondescript. You you allow people to insert their feelings into the song and kind of formulate their own world around it. Right. So they can feel the same way Willow's trying to feel, but they have their own way of doing it. Which I think a lot of people did because the lyric, the vocals on here are so pretty. But go go listen to Janae Aiko's yeah. last couple of albums. She's another example of somebody who 
does this sound, but does it with a lot more detail, and I think it's just better. Um, well, this was better to me because it wasn't over an hour long. No, 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 not the last album. I'm just saying, I mean, Sailing. In general, yeah, like, yeah. Whatever sail the, Out. Sail Out, yeah. Sail Out, that one is, is an incredible album, so... Shout out to Willow, though. My favorite songs on here were Like a Bird, Female Energy Part 2, Pretty Girls, and Overthinking It. Yeah, I like Pretty Girls a lot. I meant to say that one, too. So, four out of four out of eight, um, and it's and it's not like I hated any of the tracks. Yeah. So, this is an interesting experience. If you haven't listened to Willow, for me, my recommendation is still going to go towards her 2017 project, The First. Uh, but this is second. I haven't listened to Ardipithecus, but I've heard it's just a little too out there. Okay. Uh, overall, I would give this album a 6 out of 10. I gave it a 7. Okay. I mean, nothing was offensive to me. Like it, huh. Overall sound, it's great. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And you know what? I gave Chance's album a 6.5. So I guess I have to give this one above that and six just go with six. a 7. No, it has to be above Chance's album. <laughs> no, I, I would stick with a six. I, it's just not something that I. I mean, it would, doesn't have replay value for no, me. Not for for me either, because like I said, I would still go back to her previous album. But it is very interesting as a as a conceptual album. I think if you look at it as one full experience, it's a it's an interesting listen. Yeah, I mean, twenty two minutes. And she's she's only what nineteen, yeah, nineteen twenty. So still has a has a lot to learn in the music industry. Shout out to her. Shout out to Misfits, uh, the record label. But absolutely. When we get back, we'll talk about what you're rocking, and we'll talk about Toby Lou. Toby Lou. Stay tuned. Rhymes, bars, hip hop. Hey everybody! Thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. And we are back. Hi, everyone. Uh, so we're going to be doing briefly what you're rocking. Uh, we've been kind of slack on it lately. I was telling Jake, sorry guys, there just hasn't been nothing, nothing much. really like notable. What we should talk about is the con- the Yeezy Deadstock release that yeah. just happened or that passed. Now, pretty much all the old every almost every Kanye colorway came back and was on sale either from Adidas.com or Yeezy Supply. I. I Sent the group message to you and the and our yeah. friend that's in in the group text about yeah. he kind of plugs us on sneaker news a little bit. Um, I said I, I'm telling you they're about to drop a new silhouette for it's fall or Christmas. I'm telling you, maybe maybe drop, uh, getting rid of some of that dead stock that's laying around. It could be a new uh, new turning point for the brand, which would be kind of interesting. Upcoming releases: the Yeezy 500, the Bone Whites. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely trying to get a pair of those. They're, they're, it's a beautiful shoe, and um, I don't have a pair of 500s. I don't either. So another easy to the collection would be nice. Yeah. Uh, another thing coming up, we've talked about it before, the Kyrie 5. Yeah, it's the doing a Spongebob, 5 and a 2. Right, SpongeBob and Patrick and Plankton. Colorways, there's also a Squidward one. I wish there was a Plankton. There is one. It's just, uh, it's just kind of exclusive because I've seen it. Hang on. I'm going to pull it up. 
the ones I like the best are the the Squidward ones. But I've, yeah. I have I have a lot of clothes that color. Yeah, uh, you always go for the summer. The, I feel like you like the summer colors. I'm not big on like all red shoes. Right. Like those the Jordan fives, suede reds are sweet, but um, I'm just not big on red shoes. So the Mr. Krabs are out. Sandy Cheeks is out for me. That's too basketball. Oh, maybe it was Sandy's. Is it? Yeah. They're off. Looks like some off white kind of thing. It's just her. I fuck with that. You don't like the flower on it? Is that what it is? I just I, I don't like a I don't want a white shoe that's cloth. I that might be my favorite one. <laughs> What's the Kyrie two? What's that one? That's the one we we're just looking at. Oh okay. It's just that model. Okay. Who's whose is that? That's Kyrie's. But no oh, no, but I mean it's Mr. That... Krabs. Oh okay, maybe it was Mr. Krabs instead yeah. of playing. So they're doing SpongeBob, Patrick, Mr. Krabs, Sandy Cheeks, and Squidward. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, not I mean there's just not been a lot of notable things coming out for me. PSG Jordan 6 is going to be coming out. Did you see that yeah. one? That I would love to get my hands on. I know a lot of people are not big on and for those of you who don't know PSG's soccer club in France. Uh but I'm actually kind of excited about that shoe and I wouldn't mind getting a Jordan 6. I've never had a pair of 6s. Me either. I've only owned a, I've owned a pair of 5s, 1s. Supposedly those are supposed to release in September, the Travis Scott sixes, supposedly. Um, and I told my mom I'm gonna have to show her how to use a sneakers app. I'm on my cruise because <laughs> they come out while I'm on my cruise. So hopefully my mom has the luck I've had with sneakers because I've been killing it on sneakers lately. She might. I think this is the PSG one I was talking about. Yeah. Too. Yep. There they are. I like those. Very simple. Just a gray shoe. I'm excited about the Travis Scott sixes. The problem is I just. They're going to be difficult as hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be tough to get. But the PSGs, I feel like I might have a shot at if I go for them. The Cool Grays didn't sell out. I was oh. surprised. Jordan 4 Cool Grays did not sell out. So. I'm telling you, that's just. They've put just, it out too many times. I wouldn't say they put it out too many times. Roast me if you want, but that's not. That's one of my least favorite Jordans. <laughs> the Force or the Cool Gray? The, the Force. Really? I mean, I like the Travis ones because they're Travis, but they just look like a clunky shoe to me. I think the fives are a bit heavier, which I I like. I have a love-hate relationship with those fives because people always like them when I wear them, but I'm just like, I feel, I don't, I don't feel like I look good in them, but they work out okay. So I don't know, but I definitely will try and get those PSG sixes. No, that's, that's the so upcoming shoe. What you rocking today? Well, we're keeping it simple. I got on the damn Cole shirt. It's super soft. I got the khaki shorts. It's trademarked. Nobody else is allowed to wear khaki shorts. It's known. It's known. If you guys didn't know the rule, now you know. And, of course, I got on the Vantas. Easy 700 Vantas. Okay. I've got on the uh, New York to Paris ones. Gang, Some gang. denim. And the XXX Tentacion shirt. You should have said that you were wearing the Travis Scott ones. Just no. say it whenever you're on the podcast. I'm wearing the Travis Scott ones because we're in the studio, and no. that's it. No. If I owned those ones, I would go out naked, and I would be like, they'd be like, they would try and arrest me, and I'd be like, no, sir, it's fine. I have on Travis Scott ones, and then they'll go, oh, okay, you're good, continue. That's okay. They're gonna redrop them, and they won't be worth much anymore. I don't know. I don't think they will. It'll be a long time. So you sell them while they're hot. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll see. Alright, that's all I got for what you're rocking. Hopefully that makes up for the weeks that we have been missing. Sorry about that. 
It's not always got to be about sneaker news. I know, but I like to include it. Yeah. It's a, it's a secondary part of our brand. We used to, I mean, when we started Witch Rock and we talked about some of the stuff that we had, like, been buying recently. Yeah, but the I just problem is been buying clothes. Well, I mean, I buy shoes. I, I bought a pair of Asics gels. They came in today. Pretty oh, cool. yeah? The ones I talked about in the last How do you episode. feel? Have you tried them on yet? Yeah, they're comfortable. Yeah. I'm, I'm into the dad shoes now, I guess. I'm telling you. It's the wave. Yeah. The 500 would be a good addition if you're trying to get a good dad shoe. I, I, would, I need to see a pair in person. Five hundred. Yeah, I've seen them in the mall. I've, I mean, I've held them at the at that uh, mall in Charlotte. The one yeah, they got a resale resale store, but I didn't want to like go in there and start handling like every, every shoe like half the people in there. Yeah, yeah. I see. You didn't want to be a yeah. hype beast. But no, like, we would talk about like the clothes we get from like deals. Yeah. Um, but I just hadn't been buying clothes lately. Yeah, me either. To be honest, I just. When when you work a job and you have to wear like next to the same clothes every day, you just don't need clothes don't wear out. It's so funny because the Vantas have become my work shoe. So like this, the, a couple of kids come in and they'll be like, "Are those Yeezys?" And then everybody I work with goes, "What no. the fuck's a Yeezy?" No, they're orthopedic. <laughs> and shout out to the seven hundred. They have ortholite, yeah, fucking orthotics in there, dude. Yeah. They are really made for dads. And my lower back's been killing me, but not since I got the 700s. Kanye's dead. That's right. How about that? Papa Yay? How about that? All right, let's talk about let's talk about Toby Lou. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, like we kind of didn't know. I did not. Toby Lou, 30 years old, is from Chicago. Wow, has, I thought he was like 22. Has roots to uh, Nigeria. Um, Apparently he's big. This now this is all stuff I, I read on a bio page. So yes. I, it sounds like a bio page because it's it a bio, bio page. page. Oh, he's been seen with Big Sean and Janae Iko, so not a bad crowd to be seen around. I bet he helped write that that collab album of theirs. Um, he began uploading music in 2015, and he is signed to Empire Records. Okay, shout out. What was Tell your me. What was your first impression when you heard 100 Degrees? Proficient, like I was like, okay, for a guy I've never heard of, like to me, like I didn't when I saw this when you sent it to me, I didn't go do the research, like okay, no, how many albums does he have? You just sent me this, I listened to, I was like, okay, if this is some new upcoming artist, like the cover art looks very like new school, kind of what's going on. And then you look and scene. you're like, oh, he's been doing this for a minute. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was okay. This is a new SoundCloud rapper. This proficient, I liked it. Um, yeah, and that's when I responded back. Let's let's review it. Right. Um, then when I started listening, I was okay. And then I, that's when I did the research and saw he had notable projects out. Uh, and then I was okay. So I've got to kind of critique him as you've been doing this for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, proficient was my first impression. Honestly, when I found out that people had heard of him, and shout out to shout out to Alexis and and like I said, Jackson, both of them. Fans of Toby Lou, uh, it made a lot of sense why this album, particularly the first like, I would say the first four five songs, you just don't really skip. Yeah, it was the first four for me. That old noon is where I was like, eh, it's starting to slip a little bit. <laughs> the first four, then we'll agree. The first four are just are very well put together. Pop rap songs, yeah, oh, and a little bit of R and B because he he is singing on this, but the, the Waterboy hook was yes. That's when I was like, okay, he's got some songwriting capability and talent, and he reminded me of Frank Ocean a lot throughout the project, which makes sense why later in the album you have the Orange Reprise, yeah. Pretty much talking about how he wants to, he said he said I want to drip like this, Waterboy, 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 yeah. and he's talking about how he was working two jobs. 
just so he could feel like he had what everybody else had. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. I mean, that's like that. That's such a relatable story, especially like I said. Good. Not. I don't want to harp on social media so much. I feel like I. I sound like that old guy who's like, you should delete your Instagram and your Twitters and you should never go on a computer ever again. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is to get caught up in the lifestyle, to literally bust your ass, yeah. work two jobs to buy those three and $400 shoes, only to then not go buy groceries and yeah. not be able to go out to eat. Yeah, I mean, literally, at, <laughs> I won't call out to the school, but there's a technical college here. And I'm not trying to call anybody, but I pull up in my car and I look to my right and the bus stop is there. And there's a man with a pair of like Concord highs just scrubbing the shit yeah. off of the patent leather. I was like, dude, sell those $500 shoes. I'm sure you got another $500 pair of shoes at home and buy a Honda Civic so you can drive it to school. Like that was my thought. And that, that's fine. It's his money. He can spend it how he wants. But that was my mentality. Like people would really do that. And yeah. my, my dad's family business. They used to sell race car and car parts. People that race cars and are like really into that shit are crazy. Just anything. people would have their power shut off because they spent all their money buying parts, and it, it was almost sad. Yeah. Like knowing, like on Fridays when they would all rush in there, <laughs> like okay, you're not paying your power bill, you're not paying your bills, you're going to drive a car in a circle. And that was that meant more to them than it's not just sneakerheads. It's no. Every, it, there's people spend money on. Stupid stuff. It's just like anything you get too caught up in. Yeah. You know? It, it happens to us all. But that is very... Rela- and, I'm, and I've done it too. Yeah. Shit. I bought... Listen. My first pair of Yeezy 350s oh, were the yeah. white ones. And nobody... I don't... I, some people know. But I bought them from Stadium Goods. So I... You fucking know yeah. I paid. So I, well I just wanted retail. to know when they just shoved it right up your ass. Did you really like squat over the phone or did you do it on the computer? Uh, dude, I got a 10% off coupon. So I did. Yeah, that's because they marked the shoe up 500%. An extra 10%. For sure. Before they ran those coupons. So, I mean, did I drop $550 on a pair of white creams? Yes. Did I learn and not do that ever again? Yes. <laughs> Did I feel broke for six months after? Absolutely. Yeah, because everything you want to do, you're like, damn, I shouldn't have spent that five fifty. I literally did. I was like, I was like, I can't, I can't do, I can't go with you. And yeah. Like, I, like friends would ask me to go. I'm like, you can't. Yeah. Why? I have three fifty. <laughs> yeah, I, I can wear my shoes in my house. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't go to the movies. So yes, I have done that before. I've spent money on things. I, know, I that, feel old because yeah. I had the money to buy a, a couple pairs of Yeezys on the, the re, Yeezy restock day, and I just could not pull the trigger on any 700s. You wanted to get the car. Vantas. Yeah, I mean, I had the Vantas in car, and then whatever the colorway with the gum sole is, essentially the Vantas, but has the gum sole yeah. on the bottom. It's the V1, too. It's I had both. Of Utility them. black, that's what it was called. Yeah, I had both, and I was like, I just cannot see. And then I'm thinking to myself, if I had bought the other pair, I'm dropping $600 a in one day on a pair. That's not three hundred is just too much for me. That's a shoe that you can get off StockX for lower than the retail. Yeah. So if you're gonna buy seven hundreds, guys, buy them off StockX and get them for below retail. Yeah. Unlike what I did. And yes, am I wearing three hundred dollars shoes right now? Yes. Am I am I having money problems right now? Absolutely. But that's what the song's about. Yeah. I am the water boy. Fuck. I am the water boy. Water boy. Water boy. Thank you, yeah, to Toby Lou for that real water boy. I came. 
<laughs> Waterboy Hot. Oh man, I got a new Twitter name. Whenever I get a Twitter again. But no, so I like the first four tracks, and then once. Hundred Degrees is is another really strong, really strong song. But I was sad last night. I'm okay now. We can agree that is the the gem off of this album. Yes. This will be. I mean, I, I would be very surprised if this song does not catch on. Yeah, I don't know why. With the ad libs, that's the one with he said with the hickey. Chicka yeah. Chick. Yeah. Did you notice that that was kind of what Logic did with the Eminem thing? Yeah. But he made it good. <laughs> right. I would. I, mean, I like. Like, I like that song. Yeah, yeah, me too. But I mean, you know, Toby yeah, Lou made no, it get, better. I get it. Yeah. It was, and like, you don't even really care about the. You're not listening to that song now, are you? Yeah. No. No, you're not. No, it is in my 2019 heavy rotation, but. There's a, I mean, that playlist is like five hours long, so it's random. <laughs> Eminem deep. Yeah. When there's only one Eminem song on there. Exactly. The, the thing I really love about that song, I was sad last night, I'm okay now. The, the part where he is talking about going to bed hungry, going laying yeah. down, and then he sings the order that he, dream, he goes, he goes, you go lay down just to dream about some takeout. And then, and then all of a sudden he starts singing. Hey, number five about of a the sprite, sprite. Yeah. and then he goes. Um, he goes number super five of the sprite, super fries, super size the fries, pie on the side, and yeah. then he goes, "Is you hungry?" And oh, with with some chicken nuggets on the side. Is you hungry? So I just thought that part was really fun. Um, again, that song's catchy as hell, and that's where Toby Lou shines the most yeah. when he is going for that uh, very infectious hook. Those more like neo soul, like not neo soul, but just the new R and B sound that we're getting from artists like The Weeknd and P and D, a lot of that. So rapping over those sort of instrumentals, it he fits like a glove. I mean, well, there's no doubt he's a talent. Well, we were talking about this album before we started. I said, does Brockhampton know about this guy? Because they need to pick him up. Like he would fit in seamlessly with what they're doing. Absolutely. Um, The next track. Sometimes I ignore you too. Did you catch the Lil Uzi interpolation? No, which um, part? Let's see if I can find it. Um, he says he he uses the same lyrics from Money Longer. He says it do not matter. Oh, but he kind of he just interpolated it and twisted it a little bit. And uh, that's the song where the beginning says it do not matter. He says blankets mm-hmm. for your feet, socks. Yeah, if I'm singing on a beat. It's a bop. Mm-hmm. Like that was just a perfect way to start the song. Yeah, it's. He's very much inspired by Frank Ocean on this on this uh, album, which is is prevalent in that song. I, mean, he, he, I think he, he, he name drops Channel Orange at one point. On that Orange Reprise, yeah. yeah, that was, and it was definitely an homage to Frank Ocean, I think. And uh, the the issue that I have with this album is again just the length of it. I was telling Jake, it's kind of impossible to make a twenty one track album. Of all good songs. Yeah, it is. You know? Because that's really, like... I really don't think... I think if somebody puts out 21 tracks, they're not putting anything on the cutting room floor. You know? There's nothing really left. If they did, they... They have a lot of fucking music. Yeah, Yeah, they literally live in the studio. Which maybe he is that kind of artist, and he really did trim it down to 21 tracks. Maybe. But I think... It, he could have really benefited from just making it if 12 to 13. Really, I mean, really, if he would have adopted the, like, really, like, the seven-track little, like, EP mm-hmm. with with having songs like I Was Sad Last Night, I'm Okay Now, yeah. this really could have maybe blown him up. Maybe that's not his, maybe that's not what he's searching up. for. This is still going to blow up. Especially I, I with the so. chance I, I enjoyed it. 
Especially with the chance shout out, with us talking about it. Oh I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh yeah. What I th- what I what I think is like he's he will blow up. His sound is just so infectious. He really has a great grasp on melody. Uh, the songwriting is there. It's very relatable, yeah, but it's the, also just powerful at, at certain points. I think I think he has the potential to do a twenty-one track album, but maybe just not songs that are five minutes long. No, like no. maybe if you cut some of those down, it wouldn't have dragged as much because there's some that just the concepts yeah, I mean, were like kind of five minutes, four minutes, five minutes, four minutes. Some of the concepts like Humpty Dumpty. That was Jesus really bad. Christ, that is corny for Logic Russ and. Logic standards <laughs> and uh, Hobson. Shout yeah, Hobson. shout out to Hobson. He's going through some stuff here lately. Yeah, but yeah, he he kind of not to kick him while he's down. But yeah, you know. he could he could be corny at times. Uh, at times, um, yeah. Another one was delete my number, baby. I agree with you. The hook on that one, the hook on that one was a little bit. I did not care for the hook. At I all. felt like I was listening to Kawhi Leonard say, "What it do, baby?" <laughs> over and over and over and over. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was not a it was not a, a highlight. Yeah, and I will say I I really do try guys to listen to an album all the way through in one listen, but my attention span is um, how do you say dog shit? <laughs> so I can only listen to about eleven tracks before I started to zone out. Yeah, and I'm gonna be brutally honest here. Aside from Orange Reprise on the bottom half. There's not really much going on. I'm gonna in that play second. you one to see what your thoughts were. It oh yeah, just, and looped loop, looped up. You to, like that one? I love that one. Oh, let me say looped up. That is uh, that is that's an example of somebody who's ahead of the curb. We are seeing K-pop artists, and we saw Lil Nas X make another fucking remix with that with BTS. BTS. But that wasn't a real song. If you listen to that song, looped up. Vernon, I'm pretty sure I'm sure he might be a K-pop artist. Can we look that up real quick? But he's he's definitely I'm assuming he's singing in Korean. There's not really much on no bio on. No, but I think he's I think he's a Korean artist. Either way, we'll say Asian artist. Uh, that collaboration, he's K-pop. Okay, okay. so he's a K-pop star. Shout out to Vernon. But Looped Up is an example of K-pop and hip-hop going together very well yeah, and did, making a genuinely well. good song. And Vernon, his vocals are, are really good. I hadn't listened to him before. I'm not into K-pop. So I wonder if I wonder if there's a SoundCloud. Is there a SoundCloud scene for K-pop? Yeah, for okay. sure. Because on iTunes, nothing really. There's a, a few songs. Yeah, not only that. K-pop is very big just... Within YouTube, there's channels, there's people just are going nuts for it online. But I think that will get a lot of, that will get some notoriety, at least for me. I, th- I thought that was just, a, they had a lot of chemistry on that track. I wanted to play this one for you and see what you, what your thoughts were. Yeah. This was, I think, actually, I, I missed it. This one was my favorite. Okay. Yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, that, that, I, I, I said this is for me. This is what I would like to hear more of. Very like. Go ahead and pause it. Do you want, do you want to listen to more of that? No, let's okay. go. I I I agree with you. I think that was a very smooth smooth track. 
And it was one of the moments where he doesn't sound so much like Frank. Yeah. And when I was when I was listening, I was like, if you could do a little bit more of this, and maybe have one one use your your voice like that when you make a hook and then rap. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I would have liked to hear more variation in his voice. Some of the songs kind of sound samey to me. I I really just enjoyed. Like I said, I think "Sad Last Night," I'm "Okay Now," "100 Degrees," "Waterboy." Those are examples to me of tracks that I do think were heavily inspired, not only by Frank, but Channel Orange specifically. Yeah. Uh, just, again, in the way he's singing, the way the songs are put together, even Waterboy sounds like, um, what was that one, Forrest Gump even? Yeah. I think he could pull from from a song like Forrest Gump. I do see the inspiration there. I don't want to harp too much on that connection, but it's not a bad thing because no. I don't think it's him biting Frank Ocean. I think it's him taking that inspiration, making something of his own, yeah, and, and I, I it mean, comes out really good. I will say I was... Very impressed that I could listen to an album through, because I did listen to it through. Yeah, one full time, and then split it up like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very impressed that you could make an album th- at this length that really wasn't offensive. Like nothing really stood no. out to me. I mean, Humpty Dumpty was kind of trash. And delete my number. Delete my number. And, um, but two misses on an album is yeah. not rare for huge artists. No, no, no. I mean, Drake Scorpion has 15, 20 misses on it. You know, it's pretty much all miss. The whole the whole R and B side is a miss. Yeah. So you're right. And what I will say for this album, this is one that you would put on shuffle. You don't worry about the order. Yeah. And then you have fun with it. And you can definitely tell he's been making music for a while because nobody just comes out with this much. I mean, he has raw talent. Yeah. And no no SoundCloud artist is going to come with that at this polished of a level as far as production matching the rawness of vocals. The And I'm always one for bigging up uh, cover art. And yeah. I really, that was the first thing that caught me. Yeah. So. Very good usage of color, putting himself in in the ice cube live on ice. It's uh, it does emphasize that isolation, that sadness that he wants to feel, especially in the first half of the track. This guy is actually Denzel Curry's twin. Yeah, they do look look a lot alike. They do look very similar, and um, both incredibly talented artists. Absolutely, in in both regards. What were your What were your favorite tracks? So I like the uh, Orange Reprise. The Cheap Vacations, that was one that we just played a minute ago. And then I Was Sad Last Night, I'm Okay, Sometimes I Ignore You Too, and Waterboy. Okay. 100 Degrees doesn't really, it's, it's too long to me to have like a good like replay value. But Waterboy has a lot of replay value. I love the first, I would say the first four, like you said. Um, what was the other one? Looped Up is really good. Favorite Substitute was another really good one. Orange Reprise. And I think Ice Cream Girl. Yeah, I gave that one um, a 7. So, man, pretty good. He's got... And there was that's kind of play kind of Playboy Cardi like Lil Uzi yep. influence to me and with that upward inflection at the end of each each word right and he's also spark. he's also very much uh, there's also a lot going on not lyrically there's not a lot going on but there are really quotable moments it's very relatable it definitely hits that SoundCloud uh, like audience yeah. you know what I mean. 
so a really a really good project and like I said something that you can put on shuffle there's a lot here I think some there's something for everybody on this album yeah without if, yeah, if you have the patience to find it like yes. it, it is overwhelming like when I saw this I was like but if you start out with the first four tracks yeah and that's why I'm glad you sent me the song that you did if you just sent me the album I, I did it on like, purpose I did it on purpose I was like if he likes this song he'll want to listen to the rest of it yeah and like I said, I was very impressed that somebody that I had not heard of and really was not on my radar. Like, there's rappers that I had heard of, like I've seen them on a feature, heard a hot track, but really just kind of tuned out. Like, right. this is not an example of that. I genuinely did not know who this person was. And me, me either. Even though you know, I should have done my homework before, but I just didn't know of him. Well, we have full time jobs. So For this sure, this isn't our job. For sure, but I wish it was. Yeah. I mean, if, if this is my full-time job, we'd be reviewing SoundCloud rappers. And, <laughs> every every five yeah. minutes. There'd be a new podcast episode, probably up every two minutes. We'd yeah. be like, all right, thank you so much for yeah, listening. I mean, at least like twice a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three times a week. Three times a week. I think you and I could do like four times, and it would be, we could do it. Yeah. But, so, I mean, like I said, for somebody that I had not heard of, and a lot, I would say a, a decent amount of hip-hop fans had not heard of. Sure. And, um. Very impressed. Right, and what I like is when artists like Toby Lou can can wear their influences on their sleeves and turn it around and make it their own, and still pay homage to to their artists that they appreciate. Uh, overall, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this album I'm gonna give it a seven. I give it a six. Okay. And the re- wow, we flipped, huh? Well, it, it, numerically with the system. Really, there was not a lot of song. The worst one was a three, and that was for Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. But the rest were like five and above. Right. But when you have 21 There's tracks, so and a lot of them are scoring at six or a five, like, I like this, but um, it's really indifferent. Like, nothing is really striking to me. Right. That's how you get a score. But I liked it. I mean, this is something, too, that I want. I mean, one track will make my 2019 list. I put, I put um, Sad Last Night. I put also put Looped Up okay. in and then I put another one in like my vibes playlist. I think Orange Reprise may have made my yes. one of my playlists. Which I really need to just change heavy rotation to just favorite tracks of 2019. Sure. Because there's a lot of these that would go in like a vibes. Like there's a these a lot of these songs are very good. Yeah. But something that would stick out to me and that I would remember in the future would just be one. Right. So that's fair. Do you think you'll come back to it? Yeah, I will. Will I come back to this album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, if it comes on, I'll be like, oh, shit, I forgot about this, and I'll listen to it. Right. But I'm not going to probably, this is probably not going to be actively sought out. Okay, okay. Very cool. Guys, go check out Toby Lou and let us know what you guys thought of yeah. the album. I'm definitely going to listen to the next one for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What yeah. you got for the good note? Uh, what you spinning? We'll hit him with what you spinning. Yeah, let's hit what you spinning. Um, I've been listening to Drake's Care Package. Uh, there's a alternative album that Anthony Fantana reviewed that I've been checking out called Purple Mountains. It's a self-titled. Uh, <laughs> the Search by NF. I really tried to get go through it. Yeah. I just can't. And um, let me see. Let me go to my actual profile. Because that really has... HLH Hockum, if you guys want to follow. H-A-K-U-M. Yeah. If, if there are follow limits on Apple Music, he <laughs> has them because... <laughs> I mean, damn, the dude gets we got followers it. like it's nothing. I love him. Uh, and Trippy Red. I've been listening to a lot of Trippy Red. If you pre-ordered the album, new album's coming out Friday, so I think that, I mean, I love Trippy Red. I know Jake likes Trippy Red. So that'll probably be the the next album we talk about. Huh? Yeah. 
So, but yeah, that's about it. What about you? So I'll go to my profile. If you can, we're gonna shout out HLH Jacob. Hell yeah. Yeah. So live on ice Willow, obviously. Care package is on there. Um, and a little chopper. Which granted, which when you pull it up on here, it pulls up. I've, I only took like seven tracks out of it. Um, heavy rotation. Can you play? Can you play this? Uh... Can we play this for Mikel? Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll play that at the end. Okay. So right. Capo and Ali Chopper. I already talked about how I have a weird gravitation to that song. <laughs> Revenge of the Dreamers. That you've been going a, back to it. Yes, that's climbing its way to maybe an honorable mention. Okay. Or top ten. Maybe I need to go back to it. I have uh, not come back. And then goodbyes with Post Malone Young Thug. That song's not catching on, but I like it. I forgot about it. Yeah. I like Young Thug's feature in that one. Yeah. So, Mikkel, shout wait, out Mikkel. Wait, wait, wait. We got to save it for the end. Well, this was the end of my list. I, okay. I didn't want this. I don't want people to No, think no, but I want to play it as a closeout. Okay. Yeah, we'll play it as a closeout. Well, it's, this is something Mikkel sent us. It's called The Creator 10K.cash. <laughs> I don't even know. This is a Def, Def Jam release. Really? That is terrible. That, that's, this is a success. No way. Is it really? Yes, it's a Def Jam release. Wow. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Um, so, what you got for the good note? Uh, nothing. <laughs> well, here's a good note. There are still nice people in the world. So, yeah. yesterday, I go to a local grocery store, and they're doing some construction in the parking lot. So, they have half the parking lot bro- blocked off completely. So, yeah. it's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. No grocery store is busy at 4 in the afternoon. No. It's all soccer moms. So Shout out. So, I go in. It was to get a Starbucks, because that... that Ingles. Nobody knows what Ingles is if you don't live in Greenville. Um, but they have Starbucks inside. So I, I'm getting my coffee. I come out. And I mean, it's just, it feels she packed. She put a smiley face no, on no, her no. It feels packed because that's not funny. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no. So the parking lot feels packed, but there's nobody there. So I'm waiting to back out, waiting to back out. Finally, I get a, a spot to back out. Because mm-hmm. there's just like an influx of traffic. So I ease the clutch off and I'm backing out and I hear like a... I look in my rearview mirror and there's an old lady, like 75 years old, standing there. And I was like, Jesus, oh. I just hit this old lady with my car. So I get out and I was like, I said, Dude, this I said, is good though. I said, ma'am, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, yeah. And she's like smiling and laughing and she, she grabs my hand and I said, are you sure you're okay? She goes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. She said, uh, I'm not as limber and fast as I used to be. She said, um, she said, I know you're waiting to back out. She said, I didn't see your backup lights on and I just walked. And I, so I grabbed her. I, I grabbed her hands. I said, I, I said, are you promised that you're okay? And she goes, yeah, yeah. She goes, I just, I, she said, all I could do is slap the back of your car and hope <laughs> that you heard me. So we were kind of both at fault, but. That's nice. Yeah. It's good to see It was that. a good interaction. Yeah. Nobody got hurt and nobody got cussed out at. You didn't get smacked in the head yeah. with a purse. That's beautiful. I like seeing. You damn Bernie supporter. <laughs> that's what's, that's what's great about. Maybe living in the South, that's one thing I'll say. People in general are a yeah. lot more understanding around here. For yeah, the most part. It's it, not it, as bad as everybody says. No, see, what we have in the South, there's kind of like a, a weird spectrum. Like, you have people yeah. that are either super nice, or, or you just have dicks. people that are just like super dicks for no reason. Right. And that may be true everywhere. Do people call me terrorists sometimes yeah. when I'm in stores? Yes. But people like kind of joke, I think, about like Southern hospitality. But that yeah. is like actually real. Like, there are people it's that bad. live down here and are like just... They're nice people. nice people because they live in the South and that's their culture. I'm pretty much like like your family's unadopted uh, like Arabic son. You know I mean? You guys took me in. Yeah. Just so much love that I feel from so many people here. The love in the South is, is very real and I don't know if you experience And what's it. weird is my parents aren't even from here. 
They're, nah. from, they're from Buffalo, New York, but they kind of just adapted it. Dude, if anybody told, if your dad told anybody who's from Buffalo, New York, they'd be like, what? What? Yeah. They're like, you mean you didn't grow on like a tobacco farm? Yeah. Like that would blow their minds. Yeah. But shout out to Southern Hospitality. That's what we went to harp on. Yeah. And, and a good note, she didn't get hurt. I didn't. Yeah. Nobody got that. hurt. Nobody yeah. got sued. You're good. You tapped on, you gave a little lady a love, love tap with the 350. I mean, if we're going to be honest, if she just started yelling, I would have just backed over and finished it. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes, everybody. Yeah. Jokes. All right. Can we play this song? Yeah, okay. So this, <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit more about it because I just listened to it in the car and just kind of really to the first like two songs and I was like, nah, I'm out. But this is a Def Jam release <laughs> oh. this year, 2019. The artist... I'm going to read it exactly how it is spelled. I'm like, I don't know how to tell you what it says. It is 10k dot C-A-A-S-H. So 10k cash is I'm guessing. Cash. Cash. Shout out 10k cash. Close us out, baby. Yeah. So I want to talk about the cover art for a second. We may be analyzing this too much. Oh, God. Um, first of all, it looks like the short bus shorty uh, music video. If you guys don't know, don't look that up. Um, no, go look that up. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, there's nothing. There's, there's no nothing to say, dude. Don't analyze art. this. Just play us out. Rico Nasty, Asian Doll, what? Famous Dex, Little Yachty. Oh wait, play the Famous Rick Dex. Raff. Let's play. Oh Matt wait, Ox. Watch, play, play. Watch my drip. Let's close out, guys. Close out with Watch My Drip. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We love y'all. Here we go. Love y'all. Goodbye. I hate to admit it, but he may have low-key been a little bit right. Like, it does kind of hit different. <laughs> Okay, maybe maybe possible review. I hope not. This suit is black, Matt. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We love y'all. Have a blessed one. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see